Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. Oh, what a place to be! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way! What a good sign! What a good thing! It's a good day for a good time with good hang. This is coming out after the Shine episode, right? Can yeah. When's the Shine episode coming out? That's supposed to be on Wednesday. Okay, cool. We should, we, yeah, we so should release after. Uh, tomorrow. Not this one. The uh, previous one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, I did yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You can release it tonight, though. I'll yeah, I also can. Yeah. Cool. That's fine. Okay. So, Shana's already happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You would have to take the that, because I'm guessing you listen to it a decent amount. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when there's a new person. I have to listen to the, like, I have to listen to, like, good chunks of it and it's been a while since I've listened to like good chunks of the episode yeah especially since we we kind of just do it run on now yeah 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 I used to listen back to all the older episodes like quite a lot <laughs> like, yeah just to check the audio and everything and to split the segments up yeah and just the little that I listened to like to get the extras I'm like oh man we both say like a lot yeah yeah I typed it out like eight times <laughs> I remember Having like a time in the early part of the podcast, like being super conscious about almost everything, I can't remember when I stopped caring. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember there was a time where like I would be su- I would be really hyper aware, especially when listening back while editing the episodes about things like um, over talking, yeah, yes. over talking, um, cutting you off, or like just. Um, realizing that i'm not listening or things like that wow that's so professional <laughs> of you but i think we also got into the flow of things you know mm-hmm. kind of just got used to it but also it's like the flavor developed yeah because yeah i mean i always think like i think the listener enjoys let us know if this is true it's just like oh it's just like, i'm just i'm a th- i'm just mute and i'm hanging out with my two friends yeah and they don't care about my opinion it's just that it's i very... care about their opinion yeah but it's also like very mm-hmm. difficult like I think when you are trying to do a show where talking does not stop, where True. you know there's constant conversation, so like I think it's very easy to go into a place where like because you're thinking of what to say next, you forget to listen to what the person's saying now. Ah, you know, I feel like that happened a lot in the early days, and it probably still does. Like I catch myself, like fl- that's definitely like my 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 safety zone, like my default zone. I think that's good. I mean, or I think that's I don't think that's necessarily bad because I bounce off of you mm-hmm. because like because of my improv training, mm-hmm. uh, I just listen, listen, listen. I don't know what to say until you say something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
like now. <laughs> Case in point. This is weird, right? All right? So full disclosure, right? We're recording this you know, quite ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what What like craziness would have happened in Ukraine by the time we re- record this, by the time it's released? Eh, like, I'm, I'm starting to think more and more, like, is, is it even our responsibility to, not really, to be guess. talking about these things? Like, or, okay, not say, like, is it our responsibility? Or, like, is it... Is it misusing our responsibility yeah. by kind of like going on and on about these things? Because I believe that, th- you know, there are news sources in the world. Everyone, much, much better. Everyone has like one or two apps on their phone that gives them a fucking alert every time something crazy happens. Yeah. Like, I, we're, we're not the best source of information, nor are we the latest source of information. Please don't trust us. Yeah. yeah. Like, I sometimes fear that we are just more noise. Yeah. And that maybe our our uh, purposes are best used in a different form of conversation. I, I mean, don't know. I've heard through people, basically, that they just like hearing what our thoughts are about whatever in general. Yeah. And, like, for me, just these past couple of days, I've been, like, 24-7 Ukraine on my mind. Like I've just been like listening right. about it, and thinking but about like, it. I'm sure everyone else is, you know. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but so like, shouldn't shouldn't we kind of go somewhere else? But I guess also it's like it's our flavor. Like it's 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 the flavor we bring to it, right? Because we're not news. We're not going to like try to be objective about it. We're not going to like try to present both sides. We're just our thoughts on it and how we relate to it. Yeah. Like for example, for me, uh, semi embarrassingly, after I was like reading the news, I was like, what's happening with all the Ukrainian fighters? I'm mean, sorry, not. F- Fighters, right? But yeah. boxers. Oh, right. Because <laughs> like the heavyweight champion Alexander Usyk, he's yeah. Ukrainian. The you see the Klitschko brothers? Is Klitschko Ukrainian? Yeah, yeah. Okay, both yeah. Of, both, yeah, both of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. One. Oh, I'm gonna fuck this up for sure. Not Vladimir, the other one, Vitali. Yeah. He is the. He's been the mayor of Kiev since mm-hmm. 2014. Wow. Yeah, and then he's like, he released a video. He's like, I'm staying. I'm fighting with my machine gun and my brother. And I'm like, that's badass. And then Usyk was apparently. Uh, he he recently won the heavyweight one of the heavyweight belts from An- Anthony Joshua a couple months ago. Yeah, and he was like away at the time. He was like promoting a video game, and uh-huh. then he flew back and he posted on Instagram. He's like, "I am back. People don't be the <laughs> And then my favorite Look boxer out. Lomachenko is just like, "Nah, I'm staying away." I'm like, you know what? That's all valid. Lomachenko is also Ukrainian. Yep. Wow. Wow. I tell you, up? do they create a lot of good fighters? Yeah. What is up with Ukraine? Lomachenko, like, gosh. Yeah. Okay. Um. Man, it must be it must be kind of like surreal being mm-hmm. Ukrainian because I I only recently found out that um, the president of Ukraine, v- Volodymyr Zelensky, Zelensky, yes, yeah. exactly. Um, he is the current president of Ukraine. He has been for I think the last three years. Yeah, relatively recent. Relatively yeah, recent. Yeah. He is also a ex comedian slash yep. actor. Yep. Who played a pretend president <laughs> in a TV show? That's wild. In a hit TV show in Ukraine, he played a. So his character in this TV show was he was a teacher who uh, had a video leaked online that went viral, and everyone was like, "Oh, this man should be president," because it was like a leaked video of him like going on a political tirade, right. and, and then everyone's like, "This this teacher should be president." So he this teacher becomes. A, president and then he's like this offbeat kind of like cool cool president guy you know like kind of 
um, you know, just a shoot off the hip kind of dude. Yeah, there was a lot of shows like that a couple yeah. years ago. But it's yeah. just wild that this is a show that happened in Ukraine, and 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 he was the actor in it. Art imitates life. And now he's the current president, who is also kind of apparently very kind of unconventional. Um, I think he disbanded the parliament in like yeah. his first few months of being president or something like that. Um, Dude, I'm just thinking like, how wild must it be to like be a Ukrainian who like watched this TV yeah. show and then like now he's, you know, president. I just realized, like, okay, so like, you know, in Apple Watch and you have those circles you have to close. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing more satisfying than closing it, except for closing it twice. So in other words, it goes full circle twice. Uh-huh. So what would be full circle twice here is him playing a a, a, a playing a teacher who becomes the president. And then in real life, becoming the president, and then in real life, playing an, playing a role of he should play himself in his movie. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, that would be fucking crazy. I would watch the shit out of that so hard. Wow. From A to, Z- to Zelensky. <laughs> I, I can just imagine feeling like the world was a simulation if I was Ukrainian, you know? It's just like, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's like, if you were in love with this this TV show and then you watch it kind of play out in reality and then you kind of start wondering what is real. It's like, are you? It's like, it's like, it's like the, pro, the programmer is getting real fancy with his uh, code and his ideas. I'm like, there's stretching it. Yeah, there's definitely like a glitch it. in the Ukrainian reality matrix. And I'm just trying to think now. Amidst what, all the insanity that's happening there. Like, what else would be a title? Well, I th- I'm trying to, like, the Zelensky story. Uh, I think... Uh, uh, the Zelensky method. Ooh. <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, ammo, not a ride. <laughs> Fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so like I, 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 it just has me back to what I was saying just now. Like it just has me thinking sometimes. Like should we, like, not say purposefully veer away from these topics, but more like you know just kind of yeah go somewhere else. Like like pe- people come co- listen to podcasts to maybe like swim out of the web of shit that's yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Then like we pull them back into the so, web of shit. We'll keep it balanced. So we'll talk about it a little bit. But it, I guess what I'm saying is for me, it's hard to like. Like I'll be, I'll go to my podcast feed, and if something's not about Ukraine, I'm like, now is not the time, and I skip it. <laughs> I just go not. for the news stuff on Ukraine and people talking about Ukraine. Same with YouTube. I'm just like, I don't care about this stuff right but, now. But okay, hear me out. Like, I think maybe you're a bit unhealthily obsessed at the moment. That's that's fair. Yeah, you know, I don't think everyone is the same. I think there are definitely people that want to be informed and want to kind of get the update, but like maybe not shut anything else out well it's i mean it's just as well because like i said this is we're probably releasing this probably a week from today yeah so, anyway so yeah let's purposely talk about other other stuff yeah right yeah like i found myself the last few days like of course i want to stay updated with what's happening in ukraine yeah. just because i don't want to be like an ignorant idiot about <laughs> something you know fairly historically significant yeah. um but i kind of just relegate that to like shit time fair enough so when i'm on when i'm on the shitter you Process shit while you're processing shit. Exactly. You know, it feels like somewhat cleansing or, uh, you know, while you're getting some out there, you're putting some back in. Shit in, shit out. Exactly. It's balanced. So I will just kind of keep those short little windows, four to five minutes, get updated, get the headlines, get a little, you know, click on the headline that I'm interested in, find out more, and then I'm out. Okay. Because I also, you know, I've learned over the years to not stay on the toilet for too long on your phone. Yeah, that's bad. I need to stop doing that. Actually, you what? <laughs> no, because I read a lot on the on the crapper, and I'm like, my legs getting numb. 
Ooh, that's bad. That's bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's hemorrhoid station. Pins and needles after I take a shit these days. See, like that happened like to me before. Mm. I I broke out of the habit because I got hemorrhoids. Yeah. yeah I got to stop then. Maybe I'll stop reading on the Maybe I'll do the opposite of you. I'll stop reading on the crapper. Yeah. You've never gotten hemorrhoids? No. Oh, lucky you. Yeah. You must have a resilient asshole. Uh, I've been told that. Yeah. Cuz like I got it like two times. It, this is I mean, fuck it. <laughs> I mean, obviously, if we're not going to talk about Ukraine, we have to talk about shit. It's kind of our, it's kind of our thing. Just talking shit. I've got it. I've got. I had it. I had it. So this was like at least six, seven years ago. Okay, I is know. It, I know roughly what hemorrhoids is, but how do you know that you have hemorrhoids? Um. Okay. So, th- to my knowledge, there are certain levels of hemorrhoids. I'm sure there's an extreme level of hemorrhoids that I've yet to experience. Extreme. Thankfully. Um. I know, like, the lower grade of it is just you got an itchy asshole. And, okay. like, that's, like, low grade. Like, throughout the day or just when you're pooping? Like, throughout the day. Oh, okay. You know, like, some 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 of those days where you just kind of need to, like, get in there and... <laughs> Dig? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, you're desperate, so you're doing some, like, overpants digging because you're oh. out in public and everything. Oh, my. So there's, like, lower grade itching there. Um, and then there is the next level where you get, like, little, like, uh, that's... I want to say like a pimple or like a boil, but it's a hemorrhoid. It, it is that it's it's, it's pimple esque. So it's like sensitive and kind of like it can be painful depending right, right, on the right. placement. Oh man, that yeah, sounds awful. It's uh, sometimes if it's in a in a rough spot, like closer to the outer rim, um, sitting can be rough. That's why they've got hemorrhoid pillows. Oh dang! Yeah, and that's what of? you experienced. Um, I didn't need a hemorrhoid pillow because I treated it pretty quickly. Um, but for the day and a half, or is it because you're too proud? Maybe that. <laughs> no, but for for the day and a half mm-hmm. where like it was, you know, like dire. Yeah, it was rough goings, bad time. Ooh, yeah. yeah, bad time. So because I had two incidents happen within like a year and a half, like a year or a year and a half period, I was like, nope, fuck that, not doing that. Changing my life. Yes, I'm changing my life, and yeah. So now I just straight up no more like long because I used to fucking pl- like play like weird candy crush games on sure, the phone sure, or taking sure. a show or, or like you know watch a youtube video you like way time too yourself long. now or are you like no seven minutes become, and done it's just become a habit where right. i know I'm, i should get the fuck off right right, right like right. it's been a very long time since my legs went numb from Ugh. sitting on the toilet yeah. <laughs> let's just say that that's fair yeah so if any of you out there are currently listening to this on the toilet and you feel your thighs going numb first of all we can see you Ugh. <laughs> They just threw their phone under the toilet like, floor uh, now. <laughs> no, but, you know. Second, but also, yeah. we see you. Yeah, we see you. We understand it. <laughs> but stop doing it. You're going to get hemorrhoids. Yeah. It's a bad time. Bad, bad, bad time. Yeah. Oh, you know what kind of like caught my attention? Uh, only because I think I saw it twice in a matter of two days. Because you posted on Instagram. that is this just a thing that I was not aware of because I'm not a pet owner? But are all dogs freaked out by thunder? Is that a thing? Um, I'm sure not all dogs are freaked out by thunder, but it's a common enough thing where yeah. like, you know, if you, it's a Googleable quantity with many, many people asking many, many questions. Cause, cause, cause dogs all have super hearing, right? So it's like, yeah. Yeah. But like, I honestly don't even know what it is because her general behavior. This is Nikki we're talking about. Yeah, my, dog. Yes, yeah. my dog. Her general behavior doesn't change extremely. Mm-hmm. It's more so that she's shaking shivers yeah she shivers and also she wants to be like near somebody oh man yeah 
Like she wants to be near somebody. But in general, like she's not like, you know, oh, help. She's just like, you know, let me in. Let me in the fucking room. <laughs> like, right. This is, she's just kind of like, what the fuck's happening? Let me in. <laughs> this is scary out here. Yeah. Um, I'm actually not fucked up that is for a dog to like not understand what thunder is and just be like, oh, God, God's angry again. But you'd think that they'd get used to it, you know, after, because they get used to a lot of other things. Yeah, dogs are pretty dumb, that's what I'm saying. Mm. Mm. Wait, what, what else do they get used to? <sighs> yeah, see, like, that's uh, how dumb dogs are. Like, we, I think we, we. That's not fair to dogs. To no, <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm just joking. No, like, like, like. We we ignore or like I think we willfully ignore, choose to ignore, or just try to put blinders onto how do- dumb dogs can be sometimes <laughs> because you know we wanna we wanna anthropomorphize them and kind yeah. of like they're our best friends yeah, and they're hard amazing. to call your best friends dumb. Yeah, but like it's kind of hard to love someone that eats their own shit. You know, that's a thing. Yeah, I mean, not all dogs. I'm sure t- like some just straight up would never. But like I like I know a bunch of two like they're my friends, <laughs> you know like you know dogs do eat their own shit. They learn they learn not to eventually if you tell them not to because they can be trained to do anything. But like if but you they do- don't realize why they're not eating it, they're like I want to eat it, but I'm supposed to not. Puppies eat their own shit a lot. Yeah, yeah it's very hard to love something that cute and you just eat it, eat its own shit. They're just being efficient. There's like there's still nutrients in there. <laughs> That's why dogs will survive Holocaust. Yeah, it's just it's just hard hard to relate, you know. To yeah, <laughs> I mean, even as simple as like I threw the dog, I threw the ball. No, I didn't. Then they go for it. I threw the ball. No, I didn't. It's like yeah, that's a real asshole who does that. Though, I used to do that when I was a kid. Yeah, I thought it was so f- interesting. It just gets hard. It just gets hard to relate to a creature like that, you know, because it's like yeah, we're not on the same level here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I was <laughs> <laughs> we're so not on the same level. Uh, that's how racism happens too. <laughs> I can't hang out with 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 uh, black people, white people. Some white people will say they're just not on my level. Yeah, terrible. But maybe we can empathize. No, let's not empathize with the racists. Yeah. Anyway, because yeah, I was hanging out with my friend, and he his house is in like Algong. Yeah. And like, um, that's he, where all the racists are. Oh god, <laughs> that's just where his dog is. Right. And then he said like, yeah, my dog can detect a thunderstorm in Tampines. I'm like, that's far. So like, even if you can't hear it where you are, the dogs will sense it. See, like. I have my okay. Maybe this is all because like I just have a very unimpressive dog, but like <laughs> I have I have skepticism over like like the power of dogs dogs's hearing, okay. like the hearing ability of dogs. Because like sometimes I'll just kind of like test it out and I'll stand outside the house Nikki. and go, "Hey Nikki, hey Nikki," <laughs> nothing, <laughs> absolutely nothing. Maybe but it's because to, to them it's unintelligible. Maybe they just hear. Maybe, but you know, they recognize the vibrations or some shit. I don't know. I know she can hear the doorbell from actually no, that's not true. Sometimes she barely responds to the doorbell. That's see, that's another thing. Sometimes she barely responds to the doorbell. Like if I can barely hear it, then neither does she. Right. Which is wild because you'd think she could hear anything. Hold on, my food delivery is calling me. We can pause that. Yeah. But yeah, you'd think that like if if you'd think she'd be able to hear the doorbell, like if it was ringing from like you know six houses away that must be fucked though to hear like all the doorbells in all the neighborhood yeah that would be fucked i guess especially with all grab deliveries and whatnot yeah so like maybe dogs just like block out certain like they you know like they it's just white noise to them they just kind of block out a certain like if it's not in their immediate proximity it's like fuck it like daredevil exactly it's like actively like not listen to things Mm -hmm. that sounds terrible right being a dog must suck and daredevil I, I wouldn't mind being Daredevil. Really? I don't know. Just to live in New York, maybe. 
Like, I... Is it dicey territory to talk about, like, which one of your senses you would be willing to lose? No, I think that's that's on board, but I think it's... it's hmm, balance. I would, <laughs> that would probably be the dumbest one to lose. Oh, God. Oh. Oh, right, so, like, just, like, a really bad case of vertigo. Yeah, all I the mean, time. No, like, I, I, I know people that, like, um, not exist in this state like 24 7 mm-hmm. but they experience it like daily right kind of especially like depending on like you know what like w- when they wake up it's like an inner ear this, thing yeah, yeah yeah um it can sometimes be triggered by heights can sometimes be triggered on like if they get up wrongly um it can be triggered from like motion sickness yeah. a lot of different little things but yeah that would be horrifying okay because that's almost like you know you can move you don't need like a wheelchair or anything but like maybe you might you might need one because like what if you just fall down the stairs while walking down the stairs Ooh. yeah okay so i sometimes fear i might get that when i'm older cuz i have a lot of weird vertigo things how do you get triggered um flying kites what and being near ledges what <laughs> which is common enough you fly a kite and you're like all of a sudden your brain is like oh my god what if i was up there Ugh. yeah is that how it works yeah whoa yeah and sp- I've definitely spoken about this in the show, but yeah, I, I not I, specifically about kites. If you did, I get like a very strange kind of height response when I am flying a kite. So I right. literally kind of fall to my knees. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what? Actually, I've never flown a kite ever. I think I would like to try that. It's terrifying. It I mean, seems I'm like also it like the would worst, not be. I'm the worst person to ask about yeah. kite flying. But it's like your fear of my fear of the ocean is your fear of kite kite flying. <sighs> yeah, fair we should, enough. You know what we should do then? Fair we enough. should go kite surfing and conquer both <laughs> our fears. <laughs> no, but kite surfing is like the literal definition of my fear. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> and me <laughs> fucking falling to the ocean is my literal fear. Yeah, but. Okay, see, I can't knock on it because I know mine is very irrational. It's just that by making me do kite surfing, it is making me do the thing that is my irrational fear of that flying a kite. A kite will lift you off? Yes, whereas your irrational fear of the ocean is that you're going to get eaten by a shark or and some shit. drown and or drown. But you can swim, right? Yeah, but not for indefinitely. Well, yeah, but like, who who's taking you out in the ocean? Like, why are you? What going kind to the, is picking you off the like, earth? No, why are you going to the ocean by yourself? <laughs> you know, you don't. You, why would you I, ever have to swim indefinitely in the ocean? Tell that to the people in open water, you know, or the movie or Titanic. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, like, if you're movies. in those situations, fair. I'd be terrified too. <laughs> Arguably, I'd be more afraid of shipwrecks or whatever happened in open water. Surfing open accident? water was two people who went scuba diving and they got the count wrong and they got left in the middle of the ocean and they got eaten by sharks. Yeah. See, so like I'd be more afraid of abandonment. than like the, the emotional o- toil of being abandoned as and, opposed to the... And, and like the physical inconvenience of it. Of being killed. Of being abandoned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is coming See, from someone who has abandonment issues, but... Yeah, exactly. Like we covered in the previous episode, you were left behind uh, in a library by your, by your family. Yeah. You got home alone in a public library. Maybe that triggered your fears of abandonment. 
and therefore you are not afraid of the ocean. You're just afraid of being left alone in the ocean. No, I'm afraid of being killed <laughs> by the ocean. It's very rational. But it can't kill you if you have someone there. Okay, that's not true either. <laughs> yeah. The fuck? <laughs> no, see, but your fear is having to swim in it indefinitely and then drowning because you get tired? My fear is of everything in the ocean that can kill you. Okay. I guess. Well, okay, like, my fear of the ocean uh, is rockfish, because that's just a fucked up thing to exist. What is a rockfish? Um, you know what? It's Yeah, I was going to say, I don't want to know, but may, may as well. I'm rockfish? Terrified. Stonefish? Either one. I can't remember is what the... Is it the fish that looks like a rock? Yeah, that one. The one where you step on it and your leg just goes crazy. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, and I also, like, I, a friend was telling me she went surfing the other day and her friend stepped on a rockfish. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's... No. No. Yeah. Don't want. So, like, I'm afraid of that. But I choose to still enter the ocean because it it's it's a lot of the planet. It's worth a visit. But Is also, <laughs> but I'd be lying if I said that when I was in the ocean, my feet do not touch the floor. I am treading water the, the whole the fucking whole time. time. The whole fucking time, unless I can see the floor. Yeah, like that's not a, that's not an exaggeration. That's just straight up what I do. So like, if I'm in the ocean, my feet are not the moment. Like, I can't see the sand anymore. Right. My feet are off the ground. So you're, like, knee-high, still touching. Knee high. Okay. No, no, as okay. long as I can't see the floor. So even if the water is too Which murky. Which in Singapore is, like, two yeah, feet into it. Exactly. I mean? So, like, in Singapore, when I'm, like, swimming, like, once, like, I can't see the floor, which which happens, you know, pretty early on in the shore. So I'll just be swimming. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, <laughs> I, I get you. I'll be swimming in very shallow water yeah. because I don't dare pe- put my feet in the ground. Yeah, you have children walking next to you and you're like full on breaststroking. Pretty much. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that's my how I kind of combat that fear. And then with kite flying, I just fly kites on my knees. Huh. I just feel more grounded that Seriously, way. Seriously, though, like, work this out for me. How do you get into a situation where you can fly a kite? Are you like, hey, Nathan, what are you doing later? Let's go fly some kites? Is that what? It, is that how it works? I mean, people go to places to do things. and there's do, places, do you own a kite? And people go to certain specific places in Singapore to fly kites. Sometimes it's like the big open piece of land next to an MRT station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People go there. No, I get um, it. I'm just like literally in your life, when do you go kite flying? Like what is, how does that to, happen? I think you first need to own a kite. Yeah. Which is something that your usual everyday person just doesn't thing. have. Yeah. But I think once you do it, it the path goes one of two ways. You either now have a kite and it's something that you enjoyed once and you can do again, mm-hmm. or it's just not your thing and you just now have a kite. Yeah. Yeah, I read The Kite Runner. I'm like, okay, that sighting kind of fun, like yeah. fighting kites. Yeah. I think either way, you just need but. to pop your kite cherry and then mm-hmm. decide from there, you know? I feel like I would enjoy Either it. Either way, you're going to end up with a kite. I feel like I would kind of enjoy it. I think I could do it on my feet, for my feet as well. I mean, I don't want to be so bold. Yeah. But I would feel like I, feel like I would be a, a standing kite flyer. A friend was showing me a video the other day of some, I think it was someone in China or something, flying a kite. Mm. Um, and it lifted this person off their feet. And they started fucking flying five, six feet off the floor. And The fuck? Oh, no, sorry. It was a child. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, makes yeah. more sense. It was a child. And this video is somewhere online. You can find it, like, YouTube. Kite. Uh, it's Steel's kid. No. <laughs> that can't be it. Kite-napped. <laughs> um, yeah, kite-napped. Kid uh, gets uh, lifted by kite, I guess. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but that's essentially what happens. That's are, that's my fear. Are we talking about standard kid and a standard kite, or like a small kid and like a huge kite? I might have been the latter. Right. Yeah, but still, I like I. That's why I say the fear is irrational. It's not a rational fear with yeah, yeah, yeah. like actual science and physics put behind it. I know this dinky ass kite can't actually lift me, but it could. It could. <laughs> All things are possible. All things are possible with physics. Yeah. All you need is enough force. So, like, yep. you know. Yeah, give me <laughs> give me a kite big enough and I can move the moon, for sure. Or give you a gust of wind strong enough and you can move a person. Yeah. You know, the size of the kite doesn't necessarily matter. This is what happened to Dorothy, I think. Force equals mass times, times acceleration. acceleration. Or something like that. So yeah. it just depends on the force of the wind. Or the acceleration of, of the person. Yes. Man, <laughs> yeah, you should you should try it. You should try it one day. Uh, Marina Barrage is a very popular spot. People yep. go kite flying. I've noticed that. I've seen that. Yeah, I like looking at kite flying. I think it's a very enjoyable activity to witness. I feel that's a good way to like, like slow down your life. For it's a, a bit, really I think. nice way to while away an yeah. afternoon. Just like sit by the field and watch people fly kites. It, yeah. It's quite lovely. Yeah. Isn't that like? Isn't that a term? Hey, hey fuck you. Go fly. Go fly a kite. Is that yeah, a thing? That's it. But I don't. I don't know why. Yeah. Is it like? What does it imply? I don't know. That you should. Maybe it's just someone telling someone to have an enjoyable hobby. Or like take some time to reflect Bitch. and yeah. quiet in your life and put away your devices and enjoy some real life. That doesn't seem like an insult at all. And enjoy the elements, the grass on your toes, the wind in your hair. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> now I want to look it up. Go fly a kite. Go fly a kite. Go fly a kite. Maybe, uh, maybe... Okay, let, no, no, wait. Before you look it up, I, re, I genuinely want to try to figure this out before we, we, we figure it out. Um, maybe... Okay, nowadays, flying a kite is a very, like, you know, uncommon activity yes. in this tech age that yes. we live in. This term is definitely around... Has been around for a while, yeah. Before devices, so maybe I think like this ha- was during an age where kite flying was what like bored people did, or like what's oh, so, it's what, like you got too much time on your hands, or it's like you know kite. you got nothing else to do, like uh, like drive a car, which was like a crazy thing in the past. Yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, keep going. I'm with you. you. Know? And 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 um, if you're flying a kite, that means you probably don't have anything much else to do yeah, you, don't have to, you don't have to plow a field yeah, or because all you can afford go is to the factory string and a and and a piece of paper yeah you know why is it but why is it not like go spin a top why is it not like go pogo a pogo stick because kite flying is more labor intensive and it might it it it, it seems like a time wasting activity, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm, it seems it seems mm-hmm. an activity like an activity that people do to actively waste time. Go st- skip some stones. Yeah, and then it's also like something that some people get really obsessed with, like the sh- the shape of the kite, like the the weight of the wood, and the and 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 the the the, the material of the string, and all of that. Yeah, all the technical details of yeah, kite flying. Exactly. I'm with you. Exactly. It's it's something that you can get really obsessed over, but ultimately it's a pointless activity. So. <laughs> okay, let's attack it from another angle. Yes. What is it like? What does it sound like? You know, like shit and shoot, damn and darn. Is it like go fuck yourself? Go fuck yourself. Go fuck fly, fly kite. Fl- fuck no. Go, go fuck a. Go go. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's <are> bad. 
<laughs> it's not bad, but no one uses it anymore and knows what it means. <laughs> oh, man. I swear. Okay. I've got some Guzman and Gomez in front of me, and it's very tempting. And yeah. It smells powerful. Mm-hmm. And I haven't eaten all day. You can eat. Can I eat while I... That's, that, is that gross? Just chew away from the microphone. Have yeah, some people ha- want that. Yeah, have some bites. Okay, I'll have some bites. Just um, to settle my stomach. Yeah, so while you do that, I will look up the actual origin, the etymology of Go Fly Kite. But do you have any guesses? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the origin of going to fly a kite... I'm amazed how quickly you found the answer to this. What? I'm amazed at how quickly you found an answer to it. Or is it just like amazing, um, what do you call it, segue skills? What if I just don't have the answer and I'm just kind of buying time? Oh, actually, now that I look at you, yeah, it's definitely the latter. You know, like what if I accidentally turn my VPN on and now I have to do a capture of my Google oh. that I really don't want to do right now? Go fly a kite. <laughs> Go fly a kite. It's like, I think it's like, maybe, maybe it's like what you said where like actually people would get taken away from by, by the kite. So maybe they're saying, get out of my face. In other words, go fly a kite that's too big for you, child, and get flown away from my face. Right. So that's you think, think so you think that the specific choice of kite flying yeah. is because of my irrational fear that you'll get flown away by a kite. Not just yours, but everyone throughout society, history apparently. Yeah, see, so it's not a crazy fear. Yeah. Go go sail a boat. <laughs> go Maybe it's also just like and k are very good like insulty sounds. Okay, so this is what the Castle Dictionary of Slang, 1998, says. Wow. Fly a kite to obtain credit against bills, whether or not the paper is valid or fraudulent. What? To raise fuck? money. To pass a dud check. So, no, oh, those... What if we were both wrong and this is like a weird Mandela effect and no one says go fly a kite? <laughs> People definitely say it. Um, okay. Uh, in newspapers back in the mid 19 because that first one that I just said was not satisfying at all. Um, newspapers. Yeah, I've never heard it in that context. Go like, write a check, was it? Yeah, I don't know. It said here to obtain credit against bills, whether or not the paper is valid or fraudulent. Okay. I don't get it. Anyway, here, over here, in newspapers back in the mid 1920s, it would say, Go fly a kite was among provocative taunts of youth of other days that are back. <laughs> That doesn't say the etymology of that. It just describes what exactly we were talking about. Um, okay, so this is a less satisfying explanation. Go fly a kite lightly comes from the literal meaning. If a person goes to fly a kite, this would mean he or she would need to walk away to do so. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that to me is the most satisfying. It's yeah, simple. It makes sense. But it could be anything. <laughs> like, go make a table. <laughs> Or uh, go do your taxes or go paint a vase. Go make a healthy meal. Yeah. You know, it's not Mm. very satisfying. Like, I want to know why, why, why the kite? I have no idea. Was, Was kite flying just extremely popular back then that it was just like the, the hot thing to do? Like nowadays you would say... Go uh, make your slime. <laughs> well, maybe it's also connected to a, the probably the most famous kite flyer of all time is Benjamin Franklin. And maybe uh-huh. they were like, go get electrocuted. Oh. Maybe that's what it is. Ooh, so it's like a burn, like yeah. a sick burn. Yeah, maybe they only said it when it was raining. Right. 
Like when the dogs were barking from the right, thunder, right, right. go fly a kite. So like during that era of when that happened, which is 1870s? No, but okay. <laughs> when was Benjamin Franklin alive? 1770s. Sure, that. Yeah, so like when that was happening, go fly a kite was like a really sick burn. But then as time went on, the meaning got lost because no one relates kite flying to yeah, getting dude, electrocuted. Like, electrocuted electri- electricity was like new. They just discovered it. Yeah. You know? They were like, oh, shit. Flying a kite means like d- demons will kill you. Yeah. 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 So like the equivalent these days would be like, um, go buy a terrible NFT. Go join a cult. Same thing. Yeah. Mm. It has that K sound as well. Cult. Cult. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, well, we figured it out. There we go. Yeah, solved it. Cool. We nice. put our answer in, um, what's that, Yahoo Answers? I'm, just, I'm very happy it had nothing to do about kikes. <laughs> that's that's my takeaway from that whole I thing. I think we've reached a reasonable um, kind of explanation there because everything else I found online was complete horseshit. So, yeah, we'll put that in. Or if someone could help us do that, thanks. Cool. <laughs> Edit the Wikipedia, this, the, the dictionary, the slang dictionary. Urban D- dictionary? No. It's crazy to think Urban Dictionary is going to be like a tome. Like a real historical document. At some yeah. Point. yeah, it's going to become some kind of like Rosetta Stone at some point. It's like, oh, so they weren't just talking about the temperature of a thing. Yeah. It wasn't cool or hot it's or fire. It's fascinating because it started off as like a joke website, mm-hmm. you know, of sorts. Because it's like, ooh, internet speak. But now like, there's no distinction. Yeah, that's why. Don't most entries have like a joke answer and like a real answer? No, I, I think it was always like a pretty self-serious website. It's just that its purpose was always tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. You know, because it's always like, oh, Urban Dictionary. Like, this is like the language of like like a secret, you know, slang mm-hmm. dictionary. Like, it's not really... This is what like, they talk about in urban centers. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not an actual useful resource to understand language. But now it is because it's such a widely used and wide. It, it's it's permeated past you know just the internet barrier. Yeah, I think it's also because people got older. They just genuinely didn't know what the kids were saying. Hmm. Do Do you find like are there Gen Z terms that you use unironically? Like, do you th- do you refer to things as lit or as things as fire? Fire, yes. But only in my brain. Right. Like, I will catch myself before verbalizing that, and then I won't say it. I don't know why. But, <laughs> but, but like, it sounds right to me. Like, coming like, oh, shit, like, that, that song is fire. Yeah. Or, like, that pizza was fire. Something like that. That sounds like a very natural progression of language to me. Yeah. As like, opposed to, like, um, ooh, that, that movie was so chuggy i don't even know if i used that properly but i've never once heard that term yeah exactly. I, I, I don't even know and if I, I used i'm it not properly. capping nathan yeah i refuse to cap mm-hmm. but you know how some things they just and it, they they're just so obviously like trends i can't imagine that it just becomes part of the vernacular yeah whereas like saying something is fire that's or the a, verney cool as the kids are saying <laughs> these days yes. whereas like calling something fire or whatever yeah. that seems like a pretty uh 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 you know, it seems like a logical yes. step forward, I guess. Have you ever said sheesh and pointed to your veins? I don't know what that means. Yeah. Like, I, it's heroin? Uh, I think it's like you got ice in your veins. So heroin? I don't know. Meth? I don't know. I think it means you're cool, which means you're fire. Cool. But first you have to get lit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know. <laughs> we just enter it like a weird Mobius strip. Yep. Of... <laughs> just a reverse Mobius strip. <laughs> I mean, sheesh was big when I was like seven, you know? Going like sheesh. Not sheesh. It's more like sheesh. Right. It's a very distinct tonal difference. Kids these days go sheesh. When I was like, mm, sheesh. Because sheesh is short for Jesus. Mm. I just don't ever want to find myself in a place where I think it's stupid, you know, because like it seems like a real, like curmudgeon-y backwards thing yeah, to no, be I, like. Not, I, don't Ooh, I don't understand it, so it's stupid. It's no, more no. of just like I don't think it's going to stick around. But like, cool. It's 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 a, it's a, it's you know, language to separate yourself from the rest. Yeah. You know, it's it's ways to to kind of distinctualize. I'm just saying fake words no, no, all day no, I told, today. I, told, I got you. <laughs> like you're understandable. <laughs> it's just ways to like. Um, you know, make a make a specific generation distinct, give, have their own identity, mm-hmm. and it makes sense. Like, I can't remember what was trendy. What, what were, like, your trendy uh, word things? When that, I was, like, 13, 14, 15, right yeah. there. I don't know. Fruitcake was a weird one that kind of became a thing. Like, for gay people? Yeah, no, just, like, interested in insult for general people. Could be such a fruitcake. But not specifically because they were like acting, a man was acting effeminate. Oh, May, may the, this may have been isolated to my school, right? Because I always under I, I I thought it was used more in that, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like derogatory gay hope. context. My school didn't. I hope, right? Yeah, I don't know. Um, hot, you know, what I mean, oh, that's so hot. I think it's right around the time from Paris Hilton, <laughs> probably. Yeah, to be honest, yeah, that's hot. <laughs> yeah, that was our lit. I would imagine. I guess no. See, like just different. It's just every every decade will just use a a, a different synonym for heat. Yeah. So what's the next one? Ooh, that that is real. Maybe it'll be ooh, arid. <laughs> like they get away from temperature and they start going to humidity. That's scalding. <laughs> I don't hate scalding. Hey, man. That's scalding. That new sing. Oh, that BTS hit. It's fucking scalding, bro. That dance was scalding. Is it weird that I can see that catching on? Hmm? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to be realistic here. Like, what's like a real like? What's the next Woo! iteration of fucking boiling, bro? It, <laughs> what boiling. about what about the cool ways? It's like, oh fuck, that's fucking frigid. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't frigid more for cold? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh right, right. right, so right anywhere right. along the temperature, nothing is cl- clearly. It has to be an extreme. Right? It's just I feel like cool never left. You know, like cool's still there. It doesn't. Yeah, that's cool has withstood the test of time. time. Yeah. But it seems like we're changing up the 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 heat synonyms every once in a while. Yeah, what if it's, it's just heat? Generational thing. What if it just becomes heat? That's refers to sneakers, though. That is true. Yeah, See, yeah, people yeah. already do he's use got, heat. He's got heat. Is that heat? That heat? That heat? Wow. We're cracking something open here. I really feel like we're <laughs> touching the code of the program of the simulation that we live in. <laughs> I'm going to look up some synonyms for hot. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that shit was... Yeah, why can't I pull synonyms from my head? Sizzling. Was that a Jim Carreyism? Balmy? Like... Oh, that's cool because it's also kind of British. It's like, oh, bloody hell, that was balmy. Yeah, I feel like that balmy sounds like something that could catch on. Mm-hmm. Because it's like not a commonly used word. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a huge part about like you know making new slang terms. It's got to be something that's like... You know it's a word, but you don't use it enough, so it, it can't be misunderstood too often. Good point. You yeah. know? Hmm. Yeah. Ooh, like, my... my I'm going to look up synonyms for cold. Got a real balmy tuxedo. Check out my, my balmy new whip. Whip? 
<laughs> That's what we call cars, right? Whips. Oh, I don't know. I thought you were just Indiana Jones on me all of a sudden. Cars are whips. Clothes why, are drips. Oh, my God. Why are, why are cars whips? Cars are whips. Like clothes, are, clothes are drips. Um, and then there's also frosted tips. And... <laughs> Um, th- that's that's it, man. That that song was real uh, glacial. Mm-hmm. No, no, because glacial like Im- implies like something that's slow. That's true. What if uh, if something was like slow and cool? Slow and cool. Okay, you're talking. About, what if something is fast and cool? Yeah. Oh man, that that shit's melting. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's melting, it's hot, right? Well, y- yeah, yeah. Below zero. Or if it's melting, it's getting hotter. So, like, if, if like, you got something that's gaining popularity, it's melting. Or losing popularity. No, we're, we're saying that it's getting hotter. Yeah, but it was like, oh, it was cool, but now it's melting. Oh, okay, so it's losing coolness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about perspective, you know? Yeah, you either lose coolness or you gain hotness. Fuck it. What is thesaurus.com doing? <laughs> a synonym for cold, apparently, they're saying is two dog night. <laughs> the fuck is two dog night? Is that like a reference to like, oh, what a what a what a two dog night we're having. Should bring your sweater out. Is that As a phrase? opposed to a one dog night? I don't know. Is that a Are we, are we is this whole episode just gonna be trying to figure out the etymology it, it, of it is now. obscure sayings? <laughs> I look up Two Dog Night, and all I can find are ice cream places. I've never used the phrase Two Dog Night. I've never heard of the phrase Two Dog Night. What the fuck? I get reminded of war imagery for some reason when you say Two Dog Night. Why is that? I don't know. From your days of watching dog fights? No, I don't know. When you say Two Dog Night, I'm like imagining like like CCR playing. (laughs) It's been a Two Dog Night. It's an Australian term. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's three dog night. What? <laughs> when it's cold, okay. It's an Australian term. When you when it's cold, you sleep with one dog in the bed to keep you warm. <laughs> Colder is two dogs, but on a really really bitter night, it's a three dog night. Understood. So it's a phrase that originated from the era of using dogs dog as fucking. blankets. Got it. Oh. <laughs> it's all and it's all full circle. You know, it's thunder. You have to take your dog. Get warm. Ooh. Leave it to Australians to not have blankets. They just use animals to warm them at night. I respect Australians for. I respect like Australian and New Ze- Australians and New Zealanders for kind of like mar- marching by the beat of their own drum. It's, yeah, they do their own thing. Like it feels like I'm not saying that they're like backwards or anything. I just think that they're walking a very different path from mm. what it feels like the rest of the world is on. Mm. I don't know where I'm going with this thought, but like you know how everything kind it's it's like dominated by either a um, depending on you know your race I guess you're either dominated by Chinese media, Korean media, American media, British media. Mm-hmm. American and British media can almost be roped into one thing because their general sentiments are similar, although the nuances sure. are different. Sure. Um, and then, yeah, China's a whole other thing, and Korea's a whole other thing, but. 
Yeah, I feel like Australia and New Zealand kind of like kind of you know they march to the beat of their own drum. Like they're not super, not say super, con- not saying unconcerned with like you know wokeness and uh, cancel culture right. and uh, Me Too and all that. They're very much in that conversation, but they seem to be have a very uncanny ability to filter out the bullshit of all of it. Mm. I haven't really been paying attention to all that, but that's yeah. Don't you have like more Australian and New Zealand friends? Because, like, most of mm. my opinions on this are based on, like, Reddit and YouTube. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I just get this sense that a lot of people there are kind of keyed in to, like, the important parts of the conversations mm. that are happening and ignoring the bullshit sentiments of it, you know? Like, the only example I can think of is, say, for example, like the, the, the very large and uh, 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 vast topic of racism. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the Democrats wearing those African Zulu tribe scarves right. in Parliament, you know? Right. <laughs> so that kind of thing, where, like, that can happen a lot and get lost and become noise in a very important conversation. Whereas I feel like Australia and New Zealanders, like, they're just, like, they get it, but they're, like, also, like, a lot of this is bullshit. I think they also, like, while they have their um, own really significant issues with their aboriginals from their country, at least they kind of, like, talk about it and they try to process it and try to deal with it on a day-to-day basis, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas Americans are like, oh, yeah, we took land from someone. Is that covered in schools, like the plight of the aboriginals? I think so. Yeah, it's it's more a part... It feels like it's more a part of their society, you know what I mean? Mm. Like some New Zealanders call it... Oh, I forgot what the aboriginal name for New Zealand is. Ayotara, something like that? I'm not sure. I'm really not too well versed. They do hakas, you know? Right, right, right. I don't know. I'm not too well versed in any of the cultures. Um, well, wait for a three-dog night and... <laughs> I might I might go to Australia yeah. in April. Ooh. I'm planning a trip there. Um, trying to plan a trip there, seeing if it makes sense. But the current plan is to drive from Melbourne to Perth. That is far as fuck, dude. It's not that far. Guess how long it takes if nonstop drive. Forty eight hours. Thirty six. Oh wow. Yeah, forty eight is goal close to. Uh, I really Perth. undersold it too. I thought it would be like three days or something. Yeah, me too. I I, I initially went because you know Australia is a big old continent. Mm-hmm. And when I looked at it on the map, I was like, whoa, that's really far. But it only takes 36 hours, yeah, 36 hours from Melbourne to Perth. So that's sort of east to west. Yeah, more or less. I mean, Melbourne's not on the extreme east coast. It's, it's like not south extreme east. east, but yeah. Like, if, if not the same scale, but it would be like from, fly, it feels like it would be going from like Florida to LA. Yeah, but I think, you know, that's the current idea. That sounds great, dude. Yeah, but it's also like, I don't know if it is a good idea, <laughs> but hey. Maybe that's maybe what, that's the reason to do it. Exactly. Maybe that's the exact reason I should yeah. do it. But um, it's yeah. It just feels like a it feels like a nice, interesting kind of experience. Because I've been to Australia before, but I've only ever spent time in the cities. I've never done anything outside of the city, and I've only ever been to Melbourne. So really, I've barely been to Australia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but, there are horror movies based off li- leaving the cities of Australia. <laughs> Like what? Like I forgot what they're called. But zombie just, kangaroo movies. Shit like that. Just like serial killers. There's one really good one, and I've, I'm annoyed that I can't pull it. But yeah, one of the famous horror movies from Australia, which is not the Babadook. It's just like, just psychos that live, you know, in the in the bush, in the outback. You should do it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I admit, is there like one like beautiful road that links those two cities I, like I'm, along I'm the coast sure or whatever? I'm sure there is, but like... I. Man, is that real? I don't want to die. Dude, there's hella great white sharks in the south of Australia. I know that for I'm sure. I'm not going to drive into the ocean. You, <laughs> you never know. Well, you'll stop and you'll probably be like, ooh, look at that nice beach. Let's go Let's go swimming. Oop, careful, don't walk because there's rockfish. Oop, 
great yeah. white shark. That, I mean, that's like the the stereotype of what people always talk about Australia, right? That like everything there can kill you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like wildlife in general is mm-hmm. like you know it's almost like built to kill people yeah, over man. there. I remember when I first visited there when I like this is like 2007 or whatever. I was staying with my girlfriend and her family. Yeah. And like the dad was like, John, come here. I was like, okay. And he showed me this big ass fucking spider. I'm like, this is day one, man. <laughs> See, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that's why they are generally, they, they generally have a more grounded perspective. Because everything can kill you? Exactly. Yeah. Because they're facing like real problems on a daily basis. When I say real problems, I mean like, hey, that thing that is walking around the corner of your bathroom could potentially kill you mm-hmm. like it's that and that's just something that they have to under like they just have to live with on a daily basis you think there was some kind of like darwin effect of like people are like oh what's this spider oh, i'm dead so it's like you they bred out the dumbness and now they're just real tough bastards i don't know <laughs> i don't know i feel like it's a very sweeping statement to say australia has bred out the dumbness it's probably an incorrect statement <laughs> it's also like a weird like it's also kind of it feels racist to say that they didn't <laughs> i don't know man australia scares me i think this covid thing has made me like just i'm too like insular and now i'm just scared about everything i think i'm like developing agoraphobia because mm-hmm. i feel like i'm not that scared of the ocean but i feel like the more i talk about it the more scared i get it's it's like i would the, still it, never go scuba diving right i mean it's like you talk about anything too much you kind of fill your brain with it i think true um I think you just gotta like live, bro. Yeah, live, bro. Live, bro. You just gotta live, bro. Yeah, man. Like pe- people say that you you only live once, so that's not true. You only die you once. You only die once, exactly. Like for me, it's not gonna be in the middle of the ocean. I'll tell you that right now. Uh huh. But I think, ironically, I want to be buried at sea. It seems like. What if it rejects you? <laughs> that just wash up on some fucking beach. Yeah, exactly. It washes up back to the shore and then a dog shits on it. Oh. <laughs> nah, man. Just make me like Osama bin Laden. Put me in a thing with like bricks or whatever, rocks, and just let me sink to the middle of the ocean. Where do you think is the place where people throw the most ashes into the ocean? Hmm. Norway? Isn't Norway the one where they put people. That's fucked up, too. They're the one they put people on a raft and they shoot fucking flaming arrows at it isn't that norway it's some kind of viking culture yeah, and one of them they, they just put people on like ice floats and just sail them out <laughs> doesn't that, they come right back that's that's my thing it's like ah yeah they're on fire oh there's a there's fucking like little fiery corpse yeah little Edvin is walking along the beach be like oh mommy what is this a charred corpse a fucking dog comes and eats it yeah but like, I do wonder, yeah. like, where do you think is the place that they have the most ashes thrown into the ocean? Because, like, <clears throat> fish from there must just be full of just flesh, human DNA. Like, they just love it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you eat a fish from there, you're essentially eating, like, the souls of human yeah. beings. Maybe, like, Hawaii mm. or something. Mm. That would make sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> assuming <laughs> a whole culture. I mean, they don't have enough land to bury people. <laughs> it is weird, though, right? I mean, I guess it, it's a thing of overpopulation where it's like it feels wrong to use energy to reduce someone to ashes where it's just like it's like you're disrupting the circle of life so what just leave it to decompose yeah in the ground you mean yeah feed the worms the worms will feed the grass the grass will feed the cows i guess i just don't understand enough i guess i just don't understand enough about like the logistics of like where dead people go Mm. but it seems 
unrealistic and unsustainable to think that you can bury everybody. I mean, yeah, now that there's 7 billion people, it's not really... because you can't put them in, like, the same hole, you know, unless, like, you planned it really... you know where it has a lot of space? The ocean. You said it yourself. Yeah. Barely at sea should be more of a thing. Barely at sea. And then all the fish that we eat is just going to have, like, human souls in it. Yeah, man, it's a circle of life. And then that's how we find world peace. We connect with each other through that soul bond. Yeah. You know, it's you're going to see a very gradual shift in empathy through the... Especially in pescatarians. Man, you know what? I have this thought that I haven't thought about in a long time. What? There's a show called... I think it was Ripley's Believe It or Not. Oh, my God. Hosted by Dean Cain. Yeah. <laughs> And I think it was how, that show. How far Superman has fallen. Uh, it's terribly poetic, isn't it? Yeah. And he was half Asian, too. Still yeah. Is. Anyway, um, yeah, they show this thing. Like, in India, they would be, like, fucking... They do the thing where they put him on a raft. They light him on fire. The, the body would go, like, down the down the Ganges. And then some people would eat them. Like, there would be cannibals. It was a thing. You know what I'm saying? And right. I say that as someone who's currently eating my lunch. But, you know, I can't yeah. separate that. Yeah. But that's... Just that's. I wonder why I have such an aversion to the idea of, of cannibalism, cannibalism. Right? It's like it's like repulsive. But it's just meat, man. You like. I. <laughs> what would it take for you to eat a not person? Because you love me. Um. But yeah, a person. Are, are like okay? Is it like alive? Are you like trapped in the Andes and you like plane crash and you play rugby and then like you have to eat someone? Is that enough for you to do it? I don't think so because I'm the kind of guy that like if I'm sitting like at the window seat uh, in the plane and I have to use the bathroom and the guy next to me is sleeping, I wait for that guy to wake up. So you're saying it's very inconvenient to eat someone? Yeah. Right. It's more like if, nice. I, if I can barely find it in myself to trouble someone like that, like I feel like it, it would take a huge leap in my personal judgment and disposition to go like, um, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, huh. like, I don't know, maybe if there was like a very tacit agreement of like, hey, y'all, we're going to be stuck in here yeah. for a while. Like Monday, uh, uh, your your left hand, Tuesday, my right hand, then so on and so forth. But like, but like in the alive scenario, they were already dead is what I'm saying. Right. I'm just talking, I'm just thinking of like, what's a plausible way I would engage in cannibalism? Ugh. Yeah. Zombie apocalypse, no? Or like some kind of, you know, like you know, like the movie The Platform, like that kind of situation. They did cannibalism in that? Yeah, th- didn't they? Didn't like the didn't table they... bring them food, but just like... Yeah, no, but like the bottom people didn't get any, so they started eating each other, right? Oh, good. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but it makes sense. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird, weird movie. I mean, it's it's good, but it's like too long for something that is essentially a short film concept. Right. Anyway. Is like, okay, so like... There's a fucked up world. You're given choices, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You're like, oh, would you rather eat a human or like a, uh, like what would that uh, have to be before you go human? Like right at the top. Let's go. Would you so rather eat is, a, so, so you're asking me what is worse than eating another human being? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's start, right. at, the, let's start at the very top and make our way down. Human or cow? <laughs> no. Okay. Anyway, let's skip all that. Yeah. Um, like, okay. A evil human or a good dog? <laughs> <laughs> That one feels easier because you have given me this very blanket statement that this human is evil. Yeah. Whether or not that is a quantifiable thing by my standards, I, I, I can't tell in this scenario. 
but I will just assume that I think that this person is as evil as you say he is. Yes. So yeah, I'll eat the human before I eat the good dog. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, an evil <laughs> human or like a heroic pig. <laughs> <laughs> like a pig that saved the lives like I mean like the there pig. was a car crash yeah. and they were like they're stuck like these humans were stuck in their seat. I mean, I'm and sorry pig, to say, they were like, like, this, pig, this go get probably help. makes me like a weird hypocrite in some way, but probably the pig because it it it's so it, tasty, and it can be a hero once once more, you know. Oh yeah. So like double hero, you got paid for it. You're ex- like exactly. Oh, Wilbur, the hero pig, saved gave his life for me, so exactly. now I have to save another life. Exactly makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I I feel like human meat would probably taste like. I don't know any other like in my head it tastes like mutton, but like (laughs) that's only because um, the few occasions where I have had my flesh burned in like either medical procedures or accidents, Mm. like it smelled closest to like mutton or something like like lamb satay or something. I can't believe you actually like processed that thought to that point because I've been burned a couple times and I never. The the most obvious one was when I had a the most obvious one was when I had a wart burned off. I don't know why we keep talking about my. (laughs) <laughs> just your my your, gross yeah man <laughs> but, okay um i had a wart burnt off um many years ago and the first thought as i saw it being burnt off of my skin was satay whoa like yeah you just you smell burning meat and burning meat has a very specific smell yeah and like the first meat i thought of was lamb for some reason because it had this very deep Gamey. funk to it yeah but it's whoa. wild that's pretty crazy it's really wild yeah <laughs> I'd rather eat a human or spend an hour in the deep ocean. <laughs> well, I don't know. Oh boy! I mean, I'd eat a dead person if, like, I really, really had to. You know, right? Like, if I was on a deserted island, the person that was toughing it out with died, unfortunately. Right. right. Okay, let's say you're starving, uh-huh. right? And you have a dead companion, uh-huh. but you knew for a fact that every day you had a twenty percent chance to be rescued. Uh-huh. How how many days before you eat that person? Again, I'm not going to eat the person unless that person dies. Yeah, they're dead. Oh, they're dead. Right. Okay, so you're asking me like... Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You're like skin and bones. You're like, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd give it like a, like two days, the day and a half. Oh, man. <laughs> and then like how much are you going to eat? You can eat like a one, one human steak? You can do like a human ham? I mean, realistically, I think... And and this is like real. Like I feel like realistically, if you are starving and you eat for the first time, you don't eat that much. That's fair. Okay, because really your, really stum- your, your stomach practical. has shrunk, so you you would probably eat like four or five bites and be like, "That was good." What are the macros? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of protein, I imagine. A bit of fat, no carbs. Hmm. This is one of the weirdest things we've ever talked about. I feel eating a person. Yeah, like really diving into it. Right. The things we'll talk about to avoid talking about the war in Ukraine. <laughs> you know, it's like shit. I just, I just don't ever see myself eating a person. Yeah, like, I think that's good. Eat, like I would, I would rather just like, if I was in a situation that dire, like I, I would just wait out my death, pretty much. Right. You know, because I don't want to have to come back and tell that story. True. You, <laughs> you know, like I don't want to have to live and go like. So you certainly wouldn't write a book. You know, because I feel like I would eventually have to tell somebody. Mm-hmm. Like I would keep it a secret from the larger world, but I would eventually have to tell somebody, and I don't think that person would be able to see me in the same way. 
Mm. You know, mm. no matter how much they might say, like, it's okay, you know, you did what you had to do. In their minds, they're like, this man has tasted flesh. Yeah. 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 He has partaken of our kind. Hmm. I've never seen Hannibal or any of the Red Dragon. What is it called? Those movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen any of them. I think yeah, I think you would be into the TV show. Hannibal. Yeah. Yeah, if only because there's a decent amount of food porn. I've heard about I've seen the clips on YouTube. Yeah, they those look, are intense. Yeah, they look very, very like darkly beautiful. Yeah, really, really beautiful. I wouldn't say delicious. They're not all humans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some yeah. of them is he's just cooking dinner. Yeah. But um Yeah, I just I just don't I just don't think I could ever cross that bridge. Like really, like I'm I'm speaking I'm not like being jokey here. Like I just You would die before you eat someone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could do it. This is it weird? That makes me think that there's like a weird sociopathic gene in there. I don't know, maybe. Because <laughs> you, because ha- to eat another human being, you would have to completely disregard their humanity. Yeah, in a way. I think this is a deeply like. I, I think the repulsion to cannibalism is like is it what kind of what kept us from like? It's such, it's so it must be so deeply ingrained into our social DNA that it you know that it's a repulsion, right? Because if we weren't, if we didn't have that thing, we would just fucking eat each other and we'd never progress to where we are. Mm. To a place where would World you War eat, III could happen. Would you eat your enemy in war? Like as a taunt? <laughs> <laughs> like, say somehow you were stuck on... Again, we were bringing back the deserted yeah, island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say you're stuck on a deserted island with an enemy from the war. Yeah. Like, it was just the two of you, and you washed up to shore. And, um, like, it came down to it. If I had, Yeah, if I had to, I, I think I would, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You know what? Maybe it's because I watched Alive when I was such a young kid that I had like all these years to process what I would do. And yeah, I guess ultimately I would. What? What's Alive? You've never seen Alive? What oh, man. It? Yeah, it's a great movie. It's a, a Chilean rugby team. They crash in the Andes. They get stuck on the top of a mountain hmm. and they have to resort to eating each other to survive. Ethan Hawke is in it. He's great. Come Got on, it. people. Oof. Ethan Hawke? Yes. What's weird about that movie? Has anyone ever mm. been like, Revealed to be a cannibal who's been a contestant on Survivor? No. Oh, okay. That, that's weird. <laughs> it just feels like one of those things that like would have happened by now. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. the show has been around for a while and, you know, America is that kind of place. Well, I was going to say, though, what's weird about Alive, which I can never understand, it's like they never cooked the dead bodies. Oh, they ate them raw? Yeah, I was like, I mean, if you're going that far, might as well just... Right. But maybe it's mm. like a way to represent, like you know, how far you need to fall from humanity to eat another human. Yeah, that you would just kind of go into pure animalistic yeah. behavior. That you'd have to enter that mindset in order to carry out this task. Yeah, I don't think it's that weird. We're talking about this, by the way, because it's definitely a thing in literature. Like Yellow Jackets, this is a big thing in Yellow Jackets. The HBO show. Yeah, uh, Showtime. Yeah, I've never seen it yet. It's pretty fun. I've heard. But yeah, like to actually engage in the thing, I think you have to separate yourself so far from humanity, like to enter this animalistic state of having it raw. Because like, if you took the time to like, you know, cut it and then like cook season it, season it, season it, I think all of that process in between, you'd be like, I don't know if I want to do this. Yeah, it's like you're trying to get it over with, kind <laughs> yeah, of thing. Exactly, it's it becomes like a necessity. Like to prepare food is a very um, indulgent, you know, human. Yeah, but also like you're killing bacteria, you know. Well, yeah, I guess if you can afford it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about something else now. Uh, <laughs> I need a drink. Yeah. 
<sighs> okay, I'm just gonna take bites. Yeah, what else did you want to talk about since, you know, eating your fellow man is not a good enough topic for you? Well, I think we just exhausted the topic, you know. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> we yeah. hit it from multiple angles. <laughs> yeah. Cannibalism. Cannibalism. What's the etymology of that? Who would you eat? How about that? Like, who do you know now that you would be, like, the most willing to eat? Like someone I know personally? Yeah. I mm, I don't know. I don't think I could eat someone I knew. That is fair. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it goes back to like, what are you going to tell everyone when you go back? There's like too many interconnected circles here. Yeah. Like if you ate a stranger, you could perceivably get away with it. I mean, it's just fuck because like the process of like, how would you choose a beef? It's the marbling. So I think like I'm actually a pretty good candidate to be eaten. You know, like the day that either of us touch wood, you know, gets like canceled for being a cannibal. This is the episode they're going to... They're like, ah, oh, we should have known the whole yeah. time. This is the episode they're going to come back to. Yeah. Like, this is that watershed moment. The signs like, were there. Mm-hmm. Good old episode... What is this? 197, I want to say. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Book, more reason not to be a cannibal. Bookmark it, kids. Oh, God. Yeah, that's another reason to not be a cannibal. You'll get canceled. Cannibals. So. I'll say it right now, though. Like, you know, if I'm ever in a situation where it has to be, where I have to eat someone, I do it. Yeah, yeah. I stand by that. Okay. And I am firmly on the other side. And that is why this works. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Have, when do you think you're gonna get over your whole like? Do you, like okay, for example, if if say like I travel next month, right? Do you think you have that weird agoraphobia where you just don't want to do that? No, I actually am pretty. I'm I'm actually quite fine. I'm really looking forward to it. Like, um, are you talking about that? I'm taking a trip to America. I did right, Orlando. Yes. I don't think you mentioned it here. Oh, okay. Well, in case I didn't, yes. Yeah. Uh, we're planning a big family trip to America, so I'm going to New York and then to Orlando and then to Los Angeles. It's gonna be great. That's amazing. Yeah, and I've been tracking like all the rules and stuff there. They're starting to remove mass mandates even indoors. Mm. So big touch wood. But assuming there's no fucking variant after this, that's crazy. I think I should be able to be a little massless, which is quite nice. I think you could also just generally be maskless now and no one's going to really be too bothered. Yeah. Especially, specifically outdoors, for sure. Yeah. Indoors, a little bit. <laughs> no, I, indoors, I think it's just good logical behavior to wear a mask. Yeah. But like, because we're, you know, a pandemic era doesn't just last a year or two. Yeah. Like, it's a whole thing. It's in the, it's in the fucking air. Like, <laughs> air, yeah. air doesn't change for that long. Um, <sighs> but yeah. Um, I feel like enough time has passed and enough th- like things have happened mm-hmm. in this whole fucking saga mm-hmm. that people on both sides are now kind of like they understand like they get it Do you know I, I think if you wear a mask you don't have to be afraid of being vilified or looked at by either side depending on how you see the world yeah we'll see but I think like um I think one of the things I'm actually really interested in is just to see how the other people have been living you know what I mean because like you can hear about it in the news you can hear about 
whatever people talking about it. But like, yeah, what's it going to be like in a completely different society? It won't beat Uber conversations yeah. and like talking to people while you're queuing up for Space Mountain, Ugh. you know, because yeah. we just went through like a whole shared experience. Yeah. And Disney World, they just removed their mask mandate. So we'll see. Oh, my God. You get to go to Disney World. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember I, 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 I went to Disney World when I was way too young. Yeah. Like I was young enough to recall it and remember it. I mean, sorry, old enough to recall it and remember it. But like it happened way too early. Right. You know, like it spoiled all the other theme parks. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Like, because this isn't Disney World. Because you experience like the, the, the peak of it with like just how insane everything is. It's not just one theme park. Disney World and the whole Epcot and Animal Kingdom and Adventureland thing. Yeah, there's tons of them. Yeah, all like, of it. And now da- they have more. Yeah, my dad sent this itinerary. Like, this is what we can do. I was like, oh my god, there are so many places to go. Plot twist, this episode is sponsored by Disney Parks. Hey, <laughs> that would be so cool. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. if they sponsored us a trip there. Um, but... uh. <laughs> Dude, I Disney Plus Plus isn't um, that's where they have Galaxy's Edge, right? Yeah. Ooh. Harry Potter Land as well, the Universal in Orlando. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh yeah, they do have because they have one in LA as well, in LA Universal. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think the one in Orlando is like bigger. significantly. Everything's bigger in uh, Florida. That's the saying. That's <laughs> yeah, Texas, but you, you, yes, <laughs> theme park wise, they're in LA and in in Florida, but the Florida ones are bigger. I'm excited, man. What is, is it, Epcot, by the way? I don't know what Epcot it's is. It's just, it's the, oh. It's uh, a golf ball. It, no, it stands oh, for something. It stands for something. Yes, it does. Um, of something e- of tomorrow. Every person. Colored or not. <laughs> <laughs> Colored or trans. <laughs> oh, dear. That would be lovely. Yeah. All welcomed is what they're trying to say there. Everyone's welcome. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Something, something, something of city tomorrow. of tomorrow. Yeah. Something something city of tomorrow. Ugh. Everyday people's city All of tomorrow. All the other bullshit we look up this one we don't. <laughs> hey Siri, what does Epcot mean? But I've been there and um Put it up to the mic. Experimental prototype community of tomorrow. Oh, community. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now I remember. I watched the whole fucking documentary about this on the on the Disney Plus. No, on uh uh uh, uh <laughs> on this uh d- d- fuck. What's it called? Defunct Land. What is that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Defunct Land is a whole YouTube uh channel run anonymously by this one guy. And a few of his friends, I think. Um, and they just dive into 80s and 90s kids' nostalgia. Oh, interesting. Okay. It's wild. And they, they, they go into way too much detail Youth. about theme parks and yes. every other aspect of it. Anyway, um, the experimental... What is it called? Experimental prototype, prototype community, of, community tomorrow. of tomorrow. Um, there was a time where Walt Disney tried to essentially secede from America and create his own community. What? Yeah. <laughs> He's like we're all going to live in golf balls. No, he just tried to make like a like a like a his own government. He yeah, he tried to make Anyone his, could do it, dude. Yeah. They genuinely tried. They built this whole uh, uh concept and all that. I can't remember to what extent they actually built the place itself, but it was doomed to fail. It never worked out. Um, but it's wild because apparently they're trying it again. Uh-huh. Except, you know, they're not going to go to the extreme of having autonomy from the government and all of that. But, yeah. 
this is this whole thing and and now they've transitioned i think now epcot is more of like uh the last time i went which was like two decades ago <laughs> um they had like an expo kind of thing there so it would kind of be this world exposition like oh like a like a like the world's fair you know what that is like a World's Fair, like yeah, you know, like the World's Fair that happened back in, in New like, York or whatever, yeah, or, yeah, in yeah, Chicago yeah, yeah, yeah. back in like the fifties and sixties. Yeah, yeah. So that's essentially what the Epcot was when I went all those years ago, where it was a World Expo. Yeah, so they would have like a little thing for Japan and a little thing for Morocco mm. and like little enclaves with like you know the clothes and the traditions and the food. Um, they even had like a tech expo of some sorts with all kinds of crazy technology that mm. now that i look back and think about it i saw lots of crazy things as a kid that are only, they here today like was there like they came out like 10 years ago because this was 20 ish years ago oh so they were like mp3 players yeah oh wow and like mp3 players mp3 turntables and then i'm like a kid like what the fuck yeah, yeah. anyway interesting um, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's I, a crazy place. I, I can't wait for you to yeah. go there. It's like I thought I was going to be too old, but I think I'm okay. What's the, how old's the youngest kid that's going to go to that trip? Oh, like six. Oh, that's, that's fun. Yeah. That's fun. That's like fun uncle time. Yeah. We have six. I think the oldest is like 14. So it's like, in, and then in between, there's a couple, there's like four of them. That's great. So it'll be good. Yeah, it'll be good, good uncle time. Peak fun uncle time. I can um, see myself sort of like also going like, uh, Okay, let me let me do my own thing now. Fuck off. Are you gonna fast pass it? Ooh, kind of have to. June. You kind of have to. It's the peak, peak of summer. It might be worth it, but there's a lot of us. That's a thing. <laughs> I know, but not everyone's gonna go rides. You know, that's like, true. There's gonna be a whole subsection of older people that are just gonna go cafe hopping. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, like, we'll see. There's the there's yeah there's that whole. Actually, other... no, they wouldn't be because it would only if anyone who classify would be like, but just my dad. Because everyone else, because the kids are between 16 and 14, so all the, the uh-huh. brothers, all my brothers and their sis- and their wives would have to go with them, I guess. I don't know. Right. Either way, it's going to be great. I can't, I cannot wait. You, you got you to gotta tap into some kind of community and figure out a way to get fast passes. I'm sure if you just like really dig into it, you can probably find out like some improv people that work in the That's Orlando parks point. and they can get you some kind of like fast pass situation because... Again, thanks to Defunct Land, they have broken this down in a video that is way too long. Of course. <laughs> um, but it's it's the best way to experience the parks. And you have to fork out a bit more cash. But it is the best way to experience the parks. Because realistically, without the Fast Pass, especially in the peak of summer, and if you're going for the rides, you're only going to go on like two. <laughs> That's the thing is, I don't think we're doing peak of summer. I think we're doing like early enough that I don't think a lot of uh, schools are going to be out yet. Oh, I could be wrong. Th- don't the holidays start in May? Oh, I don't know. You went to school there. Yeah, and that's why I'm like <laughs> June, middle of June. I is in my brain. I thought it, it could was be May. Wrong. I thought it was middle of. I thought like the holidays started because June, July, August. Because school would start up in September, so we had three months off. So August, July, June. Yeah, it's gonna be right in the brink. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, but it's also like just general June. You know, like yeah, the true, whole true, world true, true, is true. on vacation. That's true. That's true. Um, so fast pass it, bra. We'll see. I'm sure you I'm sure you can ask around and like figure out some kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm already probably gonna be like, look at all these people faces. Oh god. <laughs> I honestly think you'll get over it on like day three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm you know? I, I'm t- I'm sure it's gonna be fine. I'm t- it's gonna be like freak out in a good way, like yay, look at all these people. Yeah. <laughs> That must be so exciting. Or my trip gets canceled because of fucking Dumacron <laughs> three point seven, whatever the fuck. We'll see. 
Oh, SNL just had a really fucking solid episode with um, Mulaney? John Mulaney. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. And uh, they had a sketch about the new COVID variant. <laughs> like the twist on it was like, there's a new COVID variant and it makes everyone feel great. <laughs> it's like, everyone's getting it. And everyone goes out to get it. It's a fucking, it's wild. I'll check it out. Anyway. I, like, I love Mulaney's SNL episodes. It's an interesting one too because he's doing it after a very fascinating time in his life. Mm-hmm. Like out of rehab, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, broke mm-hmm. up with his previous wife, mm-hmm. has a new baby with a girlfriend now. Wow. Is friends with Henry Golding. <laughs> I didn't know any of this shit. Yeah. He brought up Henry Golding? What? Or is that just something you know? No, no, no. no. That's just like something I saw oh, on okay. Instagram. Okay. Like just okay. Olivia Munn, John Mulaney, Henry Golding, and Liv Lowe, and their two new babies. Huh. Wild. Oh, yeah. John Mulaney is, is with Olivia Munn. Yeah. That's so weird. Is it? I don't know them. That's true. <laughs> they seem like a real fun couple. I'll say that. I, it's it's just it it seems nightmarish to have that much attention on your personal life. Mm-hmm. You know, like because he he was like low. He 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 didn't get canceled or anything. John yeah. Mulaney just had to go to rehab. But it was but it was dicey times. Like people like. Not not about the drug problem. People weren't about to get all cancelly about his drug problem. But they were getting kind of cancelly about, like, apparently how he had relationship problems. Infidelity stuff. Infidelity uh, ended up, you know, divorcing and getting with someone else. Those right. are not, you know, amazing things for someone to go through. Yeah. But, you know, it's not... Well, I mean, if he's good enough for Henry Golding, I mean, pretty good barometer, I think. <laughs> but it's more so just like it's wild. I, I guess it didn't pan out because he's clearly not canceled. But it's still wild that that was, for a period of time, a narrative that was happening. Right. So much so that he had to, like, limit his comment section and all that Take stuff. Break. yeah. But, like, you know, mm. it's like personal mess-ups that don't really affect, you know, the world at large. Yeah. But still, it's like... The world at large and wants to I get you for cancel it. culture's chilling out a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? We've kind of rebounded the other way in, in that it's trying to, like, people are being a little bit, they're less trigger happy, it feels like. I hope it continues that way. We'll see. Can we talk a little bit about the Joe Rogan situation? Sure. Even though it's a little bit, like, past a new cycle at this yeah. point. I mean, you know infinitely more about it than I do, but basically the gist is, yeah, Joe Rogan was basically bringing on guests who were like, Corona is a hoax. No, not really. What, what were they saying? Vaccines are not helpful. Several things like happened. That. Several things happened. At first, it was COVID misinformation. Mm-hmm. And um, there were a whole bunch of things coming up where, like, you know, there was a whole uh, few days in the news where everything was about cancel Joe Rogan. You know, mm-hmm. he's irresponsible, mm-hmm. misinformation through his podcast and all of that. And full disclosure, I'm a, I'm a fan of his. I've been following his, his stuff for, like, a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Um and the thing is, I also agree that, yeah, he was irresponsible with his platform. Like, he always uses the excuse of, like, I am just a dumb guy and I don't, uh, you, you shouldn't listen to me. But I think that excuse can only be used for so long, especially once you start to get the largest platform on earth. Yeah, basically. To, to a certain extent. Um, so, yeah. There were parts of that story where I was kind of like, okay, I understand why people are upset because despite what he might say about his lack of qualifications, he does have a big big platform. Whether he likes it or not, people listen, they take it in, and, you know, people look up to these kind of figures. So it's hard to completely divorce yourself from responsibility there. Um, But 
he essentially put out a statement after this whole COVID misinformation thing, and he put out a statement saying, um, "Name me a." The gist of the statement was, "Name me one publication that has been right throughout this entire pandemic okay. and given nothing but correct information throughout fair, the entire fair, pandemic," fair. which yeah. is super fair. So then that whole campaign to cancel him over COVID misinformation died pretty quickly. But it was revived, like, pretty much <laughs> on the same day. Um, uh, videos started surfacing of him using the N-word. Yeah, because people dig into his history. Yeah. Yeah. People uh, found many, many instances of him using the N-word over his, like, decade-long uh, history of his show. Um, as well as a v- old video of him in the early days of his podcast, like the Brian Red Band days, mm. where he's he made this joke about black people and comparing them to apes from mm. Planet of the Apes. Mm. Um and he came out again right after that immediately just saying like all of that stuff happened deeply regrets it completely regrets it super sorry he sees the world differently now um he's disgusted and embarrassed mm. and all of that um and that's kind of where it's at right now mm-hmm. like i found the i found the entire thing fascinating because okay for one again preface it i'm a fan mm-hmm. listening to him for years fan enough to also uh, s- like see that you know there are some dicey things that he gets into sometimes that maybe he shouldn't mm-hmm. because it's just like a weird time and like people listen a bit too carefully to what he's saying mm-hmm. you know um but i just found a lot of it to be bullshit <laughs> like because essentially like it's people a crux of the argument here is that a lot of people are just taking things out of context and trying to vilify him mm. when there is this larger you know person personality thought and like there's this whole other human being behind like the headlines that they're writing about him where i stand on it ultimately is that him doing the covid misinformation not great him with the you know racist language before not great even mm-hmm. though it was not in a bad context mm-hmm. still just don't fucking use the word yeah you know like if it makes people upset just don't um and then but ultimately i think he has done more net profit as a human being i feel like he has in as a total net kind of <laughs> How he's helped the world. Yeah, he's yeah, done yeah. a lot. He's pushed the world. Uh, he's pushed things a lot further in that way. My words are all over the place. I but you know saying. what I'm trying to say, right? But I think like, this is so funny because Michael, Sh- Mike, Mike Schur came out with a book called uh, How to Be Perfect. Mike Schur is the writer of, yeah. uh, uh, of you know, he was on The Office. Then he wrote Parks and Rec. And then most recently he did The Good Place. Yeah. So he basically wrote a book, which I listened to, which, oh, you can check out of the library. You know, last episode type stuff. Um, yeah, called How to Be Perfect. And I was like, I'm trying to channel what he what he's taught me there because I put it in an audiobook. But like you're talking about utilitarianism, which is like how much good you do into the world. But there's also a thing of like a person in that position ought not to do active harm. And I think unfortunately he obviously didn't mean it, but like by spreading misinformation, by fanning those flames, people got hurt. You know what I mean? Like people's yeah. uh negative or, or wrong assertions about the coronavirus were strengthened or born. But, okay, out but of I it, think so. there's a difference between spreading misinformation and having open discussions. So, like, it gets very dicey because it's not like he was doing, like, a Fox News type of thing where he's writing these things out, putting it on a teleprompter, and dispersing this information. He wasn't promoting this information. false information. He was just having false information, I think. He was... T- 
talking about stuff that was not super accurate, yeah. but because of the person that he was talking with, they had some legitimacy. Air of legitimacy, yeah. Yeah, no, they 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 were legitimate. Yeah, they, they were doctors. Yeah, they yeah. were legitimate. It's oh, just doctor, that what they were talking about was maybe like not exactly right at that time. Mm. And then the question is like, do you put something like that out? Whereas a huge reason why people enjoy listening to him is because he kind of just puts out unedited conversations mm. and has these thought experiments, which to a certain extent is kind of, you know, maybe our appeal as well. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is why I'm kind of sympathetic to like this whole larger context thing, because a lot of things can be taken from this episode alone out of context mm. that can make either of us look horrible. Like cannibals. And I think I used a slur. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't even know what it completely means. It's pretty bad. Okay. Then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's just all these things where like, sure, like if you if you distilled it and then gave it to somebody completely out of context, there is no question that that is a negative thing to exist. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, words require so much context, not just what you're saying, but how you're saying it, who you're saying it to. Uh, like what time you're saying it even I don't know it's just um, yeah I, I, I found the whole thing very silly and also very <sighs> it's it's just a continuous reflection right of like of, of this short attention span time we're living in where no one has any patience for understanding or like looking at the bigger picture because mm-hmm. um, yeah, there was just a lot of things going around during that week, during that hot news week of the Joe Rogany stories of like, who actually cares about this? Like, do people actually care that like he used the N word in conversations many years ago and now deeply regrets it? I think, but I think that's just like the cherry on the top, right? Because the main thing is the COVID misinformation, and actually, one of my favorite oh no, dude, like the main thing is the N word stuff. Like they for, uh, like let me just Mm-mm. to take the temperature of the general uh, uh, situation where it's at. They got over the COVID misinformation super quick, mm. but they pounced. And when I say they, it's almost like I'm saying there's some kind of weird like they, but no, just the, the media in general, especially left wing media or yeah. like you know your more your less right wing yeah, media, yeah, 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 I guess. Yeah. The the things that they were pouncing on was the racism mm. because he did raise up a fair point of he is not he has not been a hundred percent accurate throughout his 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 discussion of COVID, but no one else has been. Like, everyone is flip-flopping and everything all the time. It's just that he's having these more detailed discussions as opposed to having pointers. So, of course, people are going to be more convinced, mm. you know, um, because you're not just saying a thing and then going to commercial. You're saying a thing and then discussing the, the validity of it. So whether or not it's real or not, you can convince someone else, you know, a bit more, I, I can imagine. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's... it. it uh, that was the the COVID inform- misinformation stuff blew over pretty quickly until okay. the racism stuff came up. Oh, okay, and that's... what he's getting cancelled for is the racism. Yeah. And another fascinating thing that I wanted to talk about that has mm-hmm. been happening, mm-hmm. uh, that has been an evolution of this, is that he seems to be kind of invincible um, throughout this entire process. Because what's been absolutely interesting to watch is that there are actually people getting cancelled around it where like um people like he himself is not actually getting cancelled because who, who is? yeah 
So he himself is not actually getting canceled because he's still putting up a daily show. Yeah. He still has his platform. He's, yeah, he's still, still on ver- Spotify, right? Very as much so, yeah. yeah. Whereas the people who are getting canceled are the ones that are weighing in. Potentially okay. even us today. We might get canceled after this episode, but I doubt it because the news cycle moved on two weeks ago, yeah. which is wild to think that. Mm. But anyway, um, like the people that were getting canceled were people that weighed in an opinion, either saying that he was wrong or he was right or they showed support or whatever. And then they got canceled. The most infamous one was The Rock. Because oh, when the COVID misinformation thing came out, Joe Rogan stated his case, saying that he always tries to have honest conversations and that, you know, no one's been 100% right. Mm. And The Rock put a little comment on his Instagram saying, like, you know, power to you, something like that. Like, you know, th- th- uh, speak the truth and all that. Let's have a tequila soon. <laughs> and then two days later, the N-word video came out. And then The Rock put up a tweet saying, like, I did not know about this. I, I rescind my support. Interesting. So he got, like, essentially... People got mad at The Rock. People got really mad at The Rock. Right. And, he, and he angered people on both sides because he went on both sides. You know, the trick is just to be like me and just don't have an opinion. <laughs> no social media, no opinion. It's fine. I mean, you don't... You, you, don't you, participate. You don't need social media to have an opinion. It's just... So no one knows about it. Yeah. Except for this podcast. <sighs> I don't know. It's just, It's... All of this aside, I just find it that it's fascinating times that we're living in because people always say you don't talk about religion, you don't talk about politics, you don't talk about um, what's the other thing? Religion, religion. politics, sex. <laughs> <laughs> sure, but like, politics I don't religion, know. Yeah. Do, do you think it's 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 the way that we consume the news nowadays, where it's so in everything? Whereas last time we watched the news to watch the news, right. now the news is in it's everything. everything. Yeah, it's in the fucking elevators. It's in our phones. You know, the twenty-four hour news cycle plus Instagram and all that. Yeah, I don't know. It's really yeah. I don't know. It's hard like, to is, say. like, is that why you think everything is political now? Because yeah, to a certain to, depends on your worldview. Everything can be politics. Well, I think is or nothing can be politics. I think it's because like. For whatever got us there, it because politics is so everywhere and because it's so like left versus right, blue versus red, it's like it's almost as if we're competing for reality. Mm. Like this is what it is, this is how we should feel because of this, this, this. And the other people are saying, No, 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 the world's not like that. The world is like this, this, this. And that gets tiring. You mm. know what I mean? And you'll see that in politics, you'll see that in coronavirus stuff. Uh you'll even see it in Ukraine versus Russia. It's fucking crazy. Um but yeah, it, there's a constant like need to justify how you see the world versus how an other side feels sees the world and i me i'm just like there's one world you have different perspectives on it but at the end of the day yeah finding compromise finding middle ground being kind it's just that'll take you quite far i hope yeah it's just that we also happen to like you're saying like we live in a time where everyone desperately wants to tell everyone how to be yeah or everyone desperately wants to tell them why it's so they're easy right. to it's so easy to do that I don't know if it's because it's so easy to do that. I think it's actually quite difficult. I think it's I think it's more that like we are more convinced than ever that mm-hmm. how we see the world is perfect. Because yeah. to a certain extent, even what we're doing right now, talking about how we see the world or yeah. whatever, like it's very easy to think that your worldview is the right one and it's the perfect one because of the bubble that the algorithms mm-hmm. are pushing upon mm-hmm. our brains. Mm-hmm. Because we are getting this constant feedback loop that our thoughts are the right ones because I'm seeing other people that think the same. Like it gets very difficult. That's what I'm talking about. It gets yeah. very difficult to believe that the other side might have a point as well. Have a point or even justify their existence because you're so sure of what reality oh is. Oh my god, the That's robots are killing us. That's what I'm saying, bro. Terminator is real, but they don't have guns. They're messing with our minds. It's all insane. I bet you it's Putin's I it's Putin's doing. Oh. That's actually highly plausible. Yeah. 
Yeah. Terminator's real, man, but it's 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 not like explosions and robot skeletons. Yeah, it's more diabolical than that. Yeah. They're just getting in our brains. It's internal warfare. It's like how do you break up the inve- the the Avengers? You don't break them from the outside. You break them from the inside. Oh, Baron Zemo, man. Fucking and his dance moves. Fucking Russians again. Is Baron Zemo Russian? Yeah. Oof. No, yes. sorry. He's like a man of no nation or something like that, right? He's he's Sokovian. Yeah, there we go. There you go. Yeah, but in the in the original comic books, I don't know what he is. But either way, it all sucks. Life is pain. We ended up here again somehow. Yeah, <laughs> full circle again. It's all about full circles. It's just the times we're living in. It's uh, or maybe we have just entered like the nihilistic era of <laughs> of Good Hang Podcast. I think that's what it is. Like this is the nihilism era, and um, we're gonna break out of it somehow. And then the next era is just gonna be yeah. Hard to be nihilistic after you visit Disney World, I would imagine. I I I, I can't I can't imagine you'd still have that mindset. We'll see. Yes. All right. Well. Want to play a game before we go? Let's, oh, God. I hope it's a really good improv game, just like two weeks no, I was, ago. I was going to ask you again like, if you have any, just because, like, I, you know. Okay. Well, I think it's fun to play, uh, especially, you do it at the beginning, but it's it, based off of us recording a whole episode, it might be even more interesting to be able to do Mind Meld now, which is the one where you count to three and try to say the same word. Ah, okay. Okay. So, we're going to count to three, and mm-hmm. then we're going to say a word. And then okay. we're going to count to three again, and we're going to try to say another word that's in between those two words that have been said. Okay. Object of the game is to say the same word. Okay. Okay, ready? Yes. Okay. One, two, three. Cloud. One, two, three. Ocean. One, two, three. Fish. One, two, three. Jaws. One, Two and you can't say the word that came before. Fuck. One, two, three. Aquarium. Whoops. That's pretty. Yours is pretty good. Okay. One, two, three. Water worlds. One, two, three. Kevin Costner. It's not Kevin (laughs) Costner. God damn it. <laughs> I tried to, I couldn't pull the name fast enough. But we were thinking about the actor. We were thinking about the same person. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and give us a soft. Uh, we got it on that one. All right, let's do one more. Let's do one more. You can play this game with your friends. It's pretty fun. It's really <laughs> It's it's something. Okay, well, let's do another one. Ready? I want to hear like someone else play this game that like has no none of this like experience. Like it must be wild. Just conceptually. It's, it's very slow. Yeah. That's why I because I play this with my improv students. Okay. Okay, ready? Uh, uh, okay. Uh, one, two, three. Submarines. Okay. One, two, three. Battleship. Okay. Uh, one, two, three. Board games. One, two, three. Axis and allies. God damn it. Damn it. <laughs> who knows? Who the fuck plays Axis and allies? Who well, the fuck plays Risk? <laughs> More than people that play Axis and Allies. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, okay. Oh, this is hard because they're so close. Okay, let's, mm-hmm. uh, let's just, uh, whatever. Uh, one, two, three, war. Age of empires. <laughs> uh, one, two, three, Warcraft. <laughs> one, two, three, video RPGs. games. <laughs> oh, so close. Uh, one, two, three, Zelda. Zelda. That's what we're looking for. I don't know how we ended up there, but sure. In between video games and RPG. <laughs> but like, why was that the synonymous one? It just is. Why not Final Fantasy? Because we're mind melding. 
And we're not. You weeps. know why? Because we talked about Zelda. You talk about Zelda. That's why. Did I? Yeah, that's the whole point. Like this episode? No, just in general. <laughs> right. Breath of the Wild was mentioned not too long ago. Um, speaking of Breath of the Wild, I'm Ooh. playing Horizon Forbidden West. Ooh, Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West. Yes, the sequel. H Z D F W. It's that does not seem yeah, catchy. No. It's so it's so beautiful. It's it's. Do you just walk around? And pretty, just much, like, look, pretty much. Pretty much. Because honestly, the story's just fine. And like, <laughs> I, I think the NPCs talk way too fucking much. No oh boy. And there's too many things that you just can't skip or you can't speed through. Um, <laughs> so far, a pretty scathing review. <laughs> no, because it's, 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 it's not like an Uncharted kind of game where they have a very specific storyline for yeah, you to experience. Yeah, it's not on tracks. Yeah, so where everything is very curated and kind of mm-hmm. like polished for you it's to open world, experience. Open world. It's very open world. Eloy, Eloy. Tons of side quests. Everything is voice acted, which is very impressive, but it also means that there's a lot to kind of take in. Like, I I would imagine that there are over 50 hours of recorded dialogue in this whole game alone. Easily. Um, But yeah, it's just beautiful to look at. I just walk around, do like one side mission, (laughs) and then that's it. I never end up playing the stories to these games, but... It just gets me more and more excited for like the future of VR, because we're already oh. at this crazy standard for video game graphics in general, yeah. where it's I feel like video game graphics now are kind of like where CGI was like seven eight I'm years ago. I'm with you. You know, like it's it's in that like the era of 2012 movies. Mm-hmm. You know that mm-hmm. John Cusack 2012 movie where it's like. Good graphics. Made in 2008. Yeah. Yes. Like, really good CGI, but it still looks you, like you know CGI. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if, uh, give it a couple of years, man. Video games are going to get to, like, real mindfuckery. Well, specifically with VR, all I just, want, I just want it to be lighter. You know what I mean? Like, Book of Boba Fett, Luke Skywalker's face, but it's everything. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I would play more VR if it was lighter. That's what it is. Lighter? Yeah, like the actual physical. Oh, like the actual headset is lighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's almost definitely going to get to that point. Yeah, like, of course. That's the natural it, evolution of all yeah. technology. At some point, it's just going to be like sunglasses. Yeah. F- fucking hoof. Yeah. Exciting. <laughs> uh. But I don't think the metaverse is going to exist because of that. Like, like, I have a lot of trepidation and general skepticism over the validity of what the metaverse is going to be. Yeah. it just, Wait, I don't really know much about it. But it just sounds like Ready Player One, right? That's just what it is. Just like a second <laughs> world that you can live in, plug into and learn and do stuff and work. And I, okay, so like... It's breaking I, Nathan's I, brain as we talk about no, it. No, it's not breaking my brain. The only thing that's breaking my fucking brain is that why do people think that this doesn't exist yet? Because it already mm. exists. Well, I mean, it's... I guess the difference is the, is how many people do it. Quite a lot. Like, yeah. not the whole world, but that's the thing. Like, things like this have already existed for many years now. Um, specifically, there's been a game called VR Chat, mm-hmm. which I play every once in a while because it's fun. Mm-hmm. Like, it came out in, like, 2016 or 2017 or sure, something sure, like sure. that. It's existed for a very, very... Yeah, but it's still relatively niche, you know what I mean? I think Metaverse is, like... They're pushing it for everyone to do it. Like if everyone no, but, had but Facebook functionally, had Metaverse, functionally, it's yeah. the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the same thing. It's already though. existed, and the people that are interested are already on it. Sure. So that's my whole kind of skepticism towards like, oh my god, Metaverse, the future, NFTs, all that. Like this thing has already existed, and it's not mind blowing. Mm. It's 
nice. It's a fun game. It's cool every once in a while. But the metaverse isn't trying to be a game. It's meant to be. It's trying to be a universe, right? Or something. That's I don't the, know. That's the marketing. Okay, yeah. that's the marketing that they're putting behind it. But in in actuality, what the actual product is, or at least so far what they've been able to explain to us, mm-hmm. it already exists in VR chat. And I'm really struggling to understand why Mark Zuckerberg is talking about it as if it's like a new concept or a new internet. He's literally calling it the new internet mm-hmm. when it's something that exists on multiple fronts, <laughs> but its own but the literal iteration of a VR world where you have your own avatars and you can make your own rooms and customize your own maps and and do all kinds of real life things but in VR already exists it's you know, a thing called vr chat and multiple other apps is like and again this is a comparing to ready player one but like can you have a career in vr chat yes you can be a dj you can be a stand-up you can be no, a but musician like, can you like make your living like i would assume to a certain extent yes it might not be like as interfaceable as yeah. facebook might will make it yeah, in the yeah, future yeah. but like it's. I mean, I can imagine that all you'd have to do is like put a PayPal in your fucking bio or something, yeah. and you can get paid. I don't know. I know tons of people that are creators on VR Chat, so they don't make their money the on fuck? the platform okay. itself, but they make videos. They right, record right, right, it right. on VR Chat, and then they post it on YouTube, and then that's how they make their money. Mm. But like, um, whether or not you can have an actual economy within the app, no, mm-hmm. that currently doesn't exist. Yeah. But so that's what we're marching towards. I mar- marching it, towards Mark Zuckerberging towards uh, marching towards. I suppose it just seems so stupid to be this excited over a thing that's been around for many many years, and you can literally experience it like yesterday. Yeah, again, depends on what bubble you're in, because I don't know anyone who's talking about the metaverse really. Yeah. Well, no one's really talking about it, but then you're, they're talking about everything around it. Right. So, like the whole reason why NFTs are. You know, like, like, not the whole reason. There's many reasons why they've exploded. But one of the main big reasons why they're exploding is people having the speculative idea that the metaverse is going to become this Ready Player One like mm-hmm. world where that the whole world is going to be living inside of and having digital things is going to be like yeah. the thing in this digital world. It's just that I don't understand how any of that seems realistic. Like, <laughs> well, again, what the fuck do we know though? I, yeah, I, I suppose it's just that like the way computers work, it just doesn't <laughs> make sense to me. If you buy a thing in one shop, you can't use it in uh, if you buy a thing in World of Warcraft, you can't use it in 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 Genshin Impact. Not yet. <laughs> I, okay, fine. By that logic, fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, I don't know. I I think we've spoken about NFTs before, but I'm as as each day passes, I just think it more and more that it's a scam. And if you ever see me selling one, you know something has gone horribly wrong. So send help because I just cannot morally agree with it. Like especially because so many people are trying to push it as this. They're trying to push it as like art being the reason behind it. Like this is you know it's for the value of art. Mm. It's not. It's for a bunch of people to make money. Make money. Yeah. It's a gold rush. Call it what it is. Yeah. It's a gold rush. Make your money. It's fine. Just don't pretend like it's for art. <laughs> art ex- has existed for many many years. It will be valued and unvalued by the people by people all the time. Stop trying to, you know, make your money making scheme up f- about the art. <laughs> That's the part that I just can't, like... Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) You'd be crazy if someone was listening to this episode years from now because they bought it as an NFT. Mm. 
I, I, I would have shot myself in the foot 50 times already by then. Yeah, for sure. Because mm-hmm. if NFTs are really the future, then my understanding of the world is just completely out of whack. But in, my hope is that in the way I understand the world, NFTs are never, ever going to be worth as much as people are paying for them right now. <laughs> because right now, they have the most value because no one knows what their value is. Right. Yeah. Who knows? Seems like a crazy time. But I think you would say the same thing about crypto, right? I suppose. It's just that... And still, crypto still hasn't you know, done the test of time yet. Yeah, because it's not even that widely usable. Yeah. Not really. It's there, though. Most people are just kind of cashing out. Um, have you tried VR chat before? No. Give it a shot. It's pretty interesting. Talk to strangers? Basically. Um, sometimes they're cool people. Most times they're kids, like yeah, children. Sure. Makes sense. Um, I'm going to play Beat Saber now. Like that. No, it's they just spend a lot of time on VR chat and they just walk around. Because in VR chat, you can either spend time in like a lobby of sorts where uh-huh. it's just like a bar or a tavern or like a condo in the city okay. or something and you can just kind of like stand in front of a mirror and look at yourself or like mm-hmm. talk to people and, the, and and it works by proximity so the closer you get to them the, the, the louder you can hear them interesting um, and um, you can also make your avatar anything you like so you can get a custom avatar if you know how to do it you can also just get one of like a hundred million thousand avatars that they have on that thing. Hmm. So it's like it can be anything. You can find like Bart Simpson wearing a thong, um, and his skateboard is a dildo. I don't know why I went there, but that's something that you could do. That's wild. Yeah, it's a crazy world. It's actually quite interesting. Like I've I've occasionally had like fun conversations in there, but because I've experienced it, I've seen it. I can imagine people spending some time in it. But I can't imagine like you living a life in there. Like it's just. <sighs> I mean, you've read Radio Player One. You know what it takes. It takes the real world to suck and the technology to be really good. That's what it takes. I don't think it's that simple. Mm. I don't think the real world is going to suck that much, and I don't think technology is going to ever get that good. Not in our lifetimes, anyway. Oh, famous last words. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> On that dour note. <laughs> I think it's time to wrap up this little episode. Yeah. Yeah. Coming out with three this week, huh? Not too According bad. to things go to plan. Yes. But yeah, it's been cool. It's cool to catch up with you, Nathan. It's cool to talk to you, listener. We hope you've enjoyed this rambling <laughs> <laughs> masterpiece. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, if you own this episode because it's an NFT, uh, thank you for uh, you're giving us millions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for the hang. Don't eat each other. <laughs> what a place to be. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang.